This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Paddock Blues podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the Paddock Blues, or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Jamie. How are you doing, Jamie? You okay, mate? Yeah, sound mate. Finally, uh, uh, we've, uh, we've got a bit of a depleted squad today. Uh, I think Jake's nursing a three-day hangover. Linda's got family visiting and she's not too well and our auntie's on dad duty again. So just me and Jamie here today. And we're here to talk about an absolute shit show. That was everything nil, Leicester City 2. Under the lights on bombing night. And we just didn't turn up, did we, Jamie? It was just a crap from start to finish, basically. Yeah, I think it was me, to be honest. There was no... I don't think you can say for the period of the game that we were sort of in it. You can't point at 15, 20 minutes and go, oh, well, we were all right there. I just don't think we were all right at it from the get-go, which is... You can't do in the Premier League. The teams will pick it off, which they did. No, that's a... We had that chance to me from Alex Awobi. I think it was in the first five minutes. I think maybe if that goes in, things change. But uh, what did, uh, let's just start from the very beginning. What did you think of the starting lineup when you seen the team sheet? When you seen Dwight McNeil come in for Andy Gordon, that that was the only change really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, obviously, you no. Know, I think people were saying about Patterson and stuff like that. He's obviously not ready yet, and. I think Lampard, especially Calvin Loon, he's easing people back in, which is sound. You know, Coleman hasn't done much wrong, so that was fine. For me, I think he got the winger wrong. I'd have probably have dropped Gray before Gordon uh, to bring McNeil in. But, you know, he, he didn't. So I think he was just like, right, okay. So it's a great to step up the plate and He just never made, did he? He just was no. worse again. I don't know why we got a whole game out of, out of the Mary Gray, to be honest. I mean, me and you sit in the paddock, we were sat in the halfway line and we just we were watching him just walking around. Just just didn't look like he he'd rather be anywhere else but at Goodison Park and it was just I don't know, I don't know what it is with these Everton players. You can turn up one week like Palace and run around like madmen and put the effort in, but yesterday was just I don't know, it's just awful. Just from mm-hmm. I think you can only the only player I can think of who had a decent game was Michalenko. Yeah. And Ghana, maybe when he come on the kid, because he was, he was at least trying something. You know what I mean? You could see he was trying something. But yeah. well, did you think he got it right? Yesterday, Pickford yesterday for me was might as well start right from the very back. Pickford. I don't think he found an Everton man with a pass, did he? It was just like a totally different Jordan Pickford for with his feet. Anyway, I don't think this is the thing I was thinking when I got home. I, he never had a load of saves to make, did he? You know what I mean? Anyway, the goal, our goal, never got peppered. Um, but his kicking when he was called upon was terrible, and he put us under this. He, he takes so long. He put us under this pressure, and I don't know. Probably one of the worst performances with his feet I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, you go to Seamus Coleman, but 
Ne zaman açtık bu tohumumuz da batı bir yanlış bir fırın. Ne şey ya sonuçta çok aşkı kavuzi in ve kalan kavuzi biz nattın nattı. Going into midfield, back to the back four. So I don't think the defense had a lot to do. I know they got called for the second goal, but I think that was just trying to push everyone else forward. Yeah. I want to come on to something that is just bugging me as we've just been speaking to you there. It's just Potts, because we haven't really got a script today. We just decided to come on and talk about the game. Yeah. It could be a bit of a mess of a podcast, this one. <laughs> like, but uh, these performance. Yeah, Everton's passing, mate. It's just. What is going on? Honestly, it's my biggest bugbear for this Everton team. And it was, it was at number four, Frank Lampard got here. But why did this team just continue to surrender possession like they do? It's just, it's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, it's, the, it's the basics of football, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it really is the basics of football. Can you pass a ball? Yeah. No, you're not playing. You know, it, it's as simple as that. So it's the midfield. I was, as you say, we were sat together yesterday. We were looking and so Koski, Cody, and Pickford. There's no options. It's like they're terrified to have the ball because they know they're going to give it away. Do you know what I mean? There's no one brave enough to get on the ball and go, "I'll do it," because I'm going to spin and thread someone through. They all, they're all terrified of losing the ball, so they think, "I don't want it," which is scary because that you should be feel what you're there for, especially as a three. Yeah. I don't know about you, Jimmy, but I thought the worst one for it was a Drissigana Gay. And now I am oh. a huge, huge fan of a Drissigana Gay. I was like, so excited when he came back. And I still think he is a good player. I'm not, yeah. I've seen a few shouts saying, oh, he's finished. And you can see why PSG didn't want him and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he's an old man and that. But as you said to me yesterday, he's never really been great at passing, has he, ever? But just lately, he's just not even lifting his head up to pass the ball. He just keeps giving it away. It's just like... He's got to stop, and I think if, if he carries on the way he is, he's got to go off the team for me. Has to. Yeah, I think he has. Um, I mean, we all love him and stuff like that. And we come out in the week saying, "No, this is my home and stuff like that." And we love that. No, we do love that in a player, but you know, we never we, he wasn't brought in as a passer of the ball. We get that, but for me, it's you can make a five-yard pass, lad. You know what I mean? You're a professional yeah. footballer. We're not asking you to spray a ball forty yards like Alonso or Modric. We're literally asking, all he's literally got to do is get the ball off the centre-half and either go wide with it or into into a, a, an Anna or a Wobie. You can't do it, which is the worry inside of it. Yeah. Just look going the other way as well, Madison had him on him and the two centre-halves just up the wall all game, just completely up the wall. We just didn't plug that hole whatsoever. Now, he's a great player, James Madison. Yeah. What we would do for him, Harvey Barnes, and that Yordi Tillemans, they would just walk straight into our team, in my opinion. But uh, no, it's just it's just not good enough. And one thing, another one I want to bring up here is uh, Onana. Is I think we've seen his best performances. I mean, why have he gone away from the way he played against Crystal Palace? Because him playing the deeper role, he was just brilliant, and he's like a number ten yesterday. I, can you explain why he's changed the formation like that? Because I, I just it just baffles me. I think Lampard, and listen, I'm not going to go in on Lampard because I did say the night before I'm taking the rough at the smooth and we are going to get defeat. But he's just not doing himself any favours for me, like but just tinkering with the team like that. No, and I, to be honest, it's 
it was a baffling one for me as well because as good as Anana was in the sitting bowl, it gives Awobi that license to go forward and he was brilliant. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. not only Anana being brilliant in his role that he played but he was sitting deeper, it allowed Awobi to, you know, get behind, do that thing with Calvert Lewin that's threading it through against Crystal Palace. This I the link up with Dwight McNeil, because he always was like, right, I've got two lads there behind me, I can go and express myself in midfield, chase everything down. It's not even like he's pressing on that, right? do you know what I mean? It's not like he's like, oh, he's there because he's a pressing central midfield, he's getting people's faces. He's not even doing that, so it's like, the kid must feel like he's completely getting bypassed, and it does look like that at times, the midfield, everything's just bypassing him, and he's constantly chasing the game instead of getting it on the ball, which he's good at. Yeah, and and creating the tempo, but I just think, but well, I don't know more about you, Paul, Paul, but I just think for me, they've got it. I think there's not enough players in the team, and you, I don't know whether you agree with that. Take responsibility. We haven't got a player that'll go. I'm going to win this football match. Do you no. know what I mean? There's no one that'll take this. They're all sort of looking at each other like, oh, I'll wait for him to yeah. score, or I'll wait for him to do something. Do you know what I mean? There's not. We are, do you think we've got a player like that? Can, you, you, we look at his fans and go, it's all right, he'll score in a minute or he'll do something in a minute. No, we haven't really got anyone like that on the team. I agree. It's uh, It has been a wobby to a certain extent, hasn't it? But he can't do it all on his own. But uh, no. I think we'll address it later on. I think in ja- this this January window is big for Everton because if we don't buy the right players, then I think, God, we could be looking at another last day trying to stay up again honestly you really oh, do God. because if you don't score goals it sounds so simple and just ridiculous when you don't score goals you don't win football matches and we just don't look like scoring anywhere near enough goals Um, for me Damari Gray it's just I don't know I don't know what kind I don't know what he is anymore I don't honestly I don't he's just not good enough for me I'm, I don't want to go in hard on, on Everton players but no he's not he's not the answer I'm sorry He's got to. Uh, he needs replacing as soon as possible, in my opinion. What do you think on that? On that? Yeah, I um, totally agree. I mean, to be honest, he, he's been. He hasn't been anything, has he? It's not like we can go. Oh, yeah, but no, the first five games he was brilliant. He should have had a little bit of a dip in the last two games. So you know, he hasn't even got that in. You know, he hasn't got that credit in the bank. Where we go, oh, like an Awobi if Awobi has an off game, we go. Yeah, he's knackered. No, the poor lad's yeah. knackered. He's doing everything. You know, he's he's allowed a bad game at the moment. For me, as I was saying yesterday, <laughs> we sort of predicted what he was going to do. I think it was once in the second half, he went over to the left. And I just said to you, cut inside, lose the ball. And he'd done exactly the same thing. Yeah, did. And he had to chase Harvey Barnes 60 yards to try and win the ball back. And I thought, if I can see that, and I'm just some crappy Sunday league footy player, you know, you know, professional right-back's going to go, great lad, I know what you're going to do, so try and do it. So I think... He's so predictable, and it looks like we're so predictable as a football team. It's yeah. so like up to Calvert Lewin. If he doesn't, if he doesn't win the ball, it comes back again. Up to Calvert Lewin, try and play out from the back. Can't because, as you said before, and touched on it, we haven't got the players to play out from the back. So I don't know. I think he definitely for me he needs dropping one hundred percent. He's got to be dropped, and I don't know. I'd bring a kid in. I, yeah. I, I would. I'd bring a kid in and go right. Anthony Gordon isn't good enough, in my opinion. I'm yeah, sure I was going to say, you, got, you say drop him, and I was thinking, well, only Gordon, but, I mean, how, how long was he on for yesterday? 20 minutes? He, he mm-hmm. just looks like he'd rather be anywhere else. He's just, 
there was a moment in the game where he got it and he just tried to finger over the other side of the pitch. He's got the whole whole of Goodison to run into. And he's just walking around and yeah. breaks in play and he's he's blown out of his ass and he he's just I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It, one week he's great and another week he's not. But this is the seventh team for me. It's just the inconsistency is just it's just baffling. It must be baffling the manager as well because to put in a performance like that yesterday at home under the lights, everything was set up for a great Everton win there yesterday. But he just, I think we could still be playing now. We still wouldn't have had a shot to goal. It's just, no. and that brings me on to Calvert Lewin. I mean, I'm a massive fan of Calvert Lewin, and but I, when I hear people murmuring about him and calling him names, I cannot defend him for yesterday for chances like that. Why is he not? We, me and you were talking on the way home from the game. It's like he must have replayed that. He all the chances he's had for Everton that are similar to that. He must have thought, "Well, I've been here before. Try something different." And he never tries anything different. And the goalkeepers must know as well. They think he's going to put it low, and I'll just save it with my feet. He's got to put your foot through it, chip him, do something different. It's just getting ridiculous now. And. Yeah. He's just that he's not that striker where if he's got a bit of time to think about it, he's gonna finish it. So we need someone else next to him, don't we? Yeah, we do. I think even the Crystal Palace goal was sort of the same dance. Bernie done well to get obviously he done well for his goal, but it was the same shot. You know, it was across the goal into the corner. So, you know, he has gotta realise that these keepers are watching him. They're not you know, they know what he's gonna do, they'll watch him throughout the week and go if he gets one on one, he's hitting it low. They do all that type of homework. So yeah. for him he's gotta go he's gotta go away and go, right, well if you're gonna do your homework, I'm gonna change it up. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna do something that you're not expecting us to do. Um, listen, I mean we've all I don't know, it, it must being in front of gold the Gladys Street and some we'd all just sort of whack it and it's hard for us to sit here and go, We should do this, you should do that, we're not professional footballers, but we know we, we we can all see it. Do you know what I mean? We, we can yeah. all, everyone was in the ground was like, just hit it as hard as you can, or go round them, or you know, if we come to go down, just put your foot to it. I mean, like I've said, then you must think, well, I've been here before and I keep missing, so do something different. Hmm. I, I, I the think movement, um, the movement and everything for that chance was brilliant. He's done, yeah, right, yeah. Well, I'm not going to slate him because I say I'm a, I'm a massive fan of his, but I just I expect better now. I'm just and it looks like he's injured again as well. So we might as well move on to that. Is this whole team is dependent on Calvert Lewin staying fit, and I, I don't think he can. Can he? Zoom? I don't think he no. can. No, no. I feel no. What there's a lot of people. There'll be a lot of people out there that will sort of oh he's injured because this that and the other. Listen, I don't not a believer in that at all. The lad wants to play football matches. It's yeah. as simple as that. You know what I mean? You don't wear you. You don't wake your socks off for the for how old for how old he is and get into the position he is to not want to play. Of course he wants to play. The last thing he wants to do is be injured, especially in the World Cup. That's probably the lad's dream to go play for England in the World Terrible Cup. Terrible thing to say about someone's character that as well. I yeah. So, there's no way on earth he's gone down and gone, can't be asked. I'm sorry he's not. You know I mean? Yeah, he probably plays that you could put in that bracket, the likes of like you Paul Pogba's and stuff like that. But this kid isn't that. He genuinely is suffering from something. There's something like I don't know whether it's his brain or I don't know whether it's Bobby. you know whether it's his muscles and he can't he can't do it. Um, but I've just got to give the kid time because if we crucify him and his head goes, even when he's fit, it's going to be like, well, we may as well play without him. 
So I think we've got to go right. Okay, you're injured again, lad. Get behind up, let him come back again and, and go again. We don't know how long it is. So it's going to be after the World Cup, isn't it? Yeah, we're looking at that after next week. That's it. We're done then. So people are saying, "Are oh, we going to be out for ages?" Well, if he's out for a month, then we're not playing for a month anyway, are we? No. And he's saying, not I think going, is he? I think Garner needs scans as well. That's the Drissa Garner guy, sorry, and I think O'Nana as well. I think uh, so. Yesterday was just like. Anything that could go wrong just went wrong. Range of pause sort of thing, really. Yeah. Um I think you make it the subs, Jamie, would you you were, you were talking when we come out the game, you were saying we didn't get the uh Ducore one, he was terrible, wasn't he? I think you got it wrong, mate. I listen, I I'm I'll back Frank Lampard until I'm you know, I'm blue in the face and i I honestly I do love him. He's for me he is, I do love him, but he's gotta take responsibility for yesterday. Um uh, I think he was obviously Injured, he come off for half time. Okay, he brought Garner on. We'd have all done that in the crowd. That was the right one. The McNeil one for me to bring McNeil off and to put Anthony Gordon on was and keep Gray on was a mad one. Yeah. You could hear it. You could even you could hear it in the crowd when it went when number seven went up. You could hear like, what the hell is that? Do you know? Even you know, even Gordon coming out, it was just like a that was a, 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 that was a, a clap. All, all the Leicester fans singing feed the scousers. What fucking gobshite they are, by the way. Mm. Listen, when you're when you're making chance for Jordan Pickford going, hey, you're on goal kick. Listen, go and do that in the championship. Go and do that somewhere else. That you know, but I think that's just us. We're not like that. Are they? And they're obviously living in 1976, singing yeah. feed the scouts and sign on and all that. You know what I mean? That our fellas have probably told them to sing that on the way to the match because it's the first home away game in 20 yeah. years. But just going back to the subs and Frank Lampard. He, he he has got to take responsibility, and I think it's the first time I've come off the ground going, "You've massively got that wrong there, Frank." My, I know people might go, "Well, what what else is he meant to do? Take Greg off?" We could there's forty thousand people looking at him going, "He's not good enough." You're the one that can change it, and you if you can't see that he's got good, he's not good enough. That's worrying for me. That's what's worrying me because he's like, is it naive of him to be? No, he's sound. I don't know. He got it wrong for me personally, mate. What do you think of the subs? Do you think the Decore one, obviously for Anana, or would you have Davis maybe come on, or would you would you have gone four four two sort of thing? Yeah, I probably would. Have. Uh, to be honest, I just I wouldn't have Decore anywhere near the team now. I wouldn't, and no. wasn't saying that at the beginning of the season. I was saying keep him as a squad player and stuff. But you seen yesterday there wasn't a soul around him yesterday, and he panicked and just gave the ball away, and they scored. I know a lot had to, had to happen before that, before they scored, but it all starts from him because the ball is like a hot potato all the time. But the lad, he's just like, he's just a, like a, still a little symptom of last season. He's just, his head's all over the place for me. Like, uh, maybe Tom Davis to calm it down. Probably see why he put him on for a bit of height. He didn't have not enough front. Uh, I don't know what this Neil Morpé is supposed to be doing. Sorry, what's he being bought in for? Um, I'm, I'm not a... I'm not a fan of his, but I'm not against him either. At the same time, he's just a player. But I don't know what does he do. Like, can you tell um, me? For me, for me, Neil Mopai is a player that would thrive with a creative midfielder. And I know that sounds daft, and obviously a lot of strikers would thrive for a creative midfielder. So with Calvin Lewin, but we're trying to ping balls to, as you think you said it to me in a match. Calvin Lewin goes off, and we don't go right. He's gone off. Let's sort of. Start okay. passing the ball. Do you know what I mean? We don't go, let's go a different way. No, we still go route one. 
and that more place looking at them like that Amate must have gone, This is soundness. They're left the two centre arse must have thought, these just keep you from the ball to me. And they just heading it down, Telemann did pick it up, heading it down, Madison would pick it up, and it's like, stop doing it. Go side to side, try and break through some way. Um but Mopey is a player that sort of gets slid in. I truly believe Mopey scores Calvin Newman's chance. I do. That's what he feeds off. Um, but as you say, you can't go in on him too hard. He's had a few roles. Yeah, he hasn't set the world alight. But what services he had, truthfully? You know, when was the last time he missed a chance? You know, when was that? Are we walking away from the game going, oh, he's crap, he can't put the ball in the net. It's like, oh, he's getting nowhere near the goal because... <laughs> Everything just comes back again. Everything, Gray will lose the ball or Gordon will lose the ball or it'll go over Mopey's head and he can't chase it. Or he'll lose the ball because that's not his game. He's not at all up. He doesn't hold the ball up, so it's not his game. He's he's in behind and he'll finish with his face. And he's, he reminds me of what a Yelovich would have been. But, as you say, you can't go in too hard on him. Just I don't, I don't want to personally because I think it's the Wobie thing, isn't it? Do you write him off and then he comes back and bites you in the arse? Yeah. Oh, he does. <laughs> By the way, I think I've just plugged my mic in properly. I think it's took me over 20 minutes to do it. So if the sound has changed, if the sound has changed, I apologize. Uh, I think it worries me most, Jamie, is at home is that we're not, there's no sustained pressure. There's are on the opposition no. goal. There's nothing. It's just, I don't know. I just, just toothless the seventh team. And I, I was expecting a bit better by now, I have to be honest with you. I was expecting that to be a team cohesion. There, where he could start creating a lot of chances in the game, but he just don't seem to just nobody. They all seem like strangers who've just been put on the pitch sometimes. Just go, go on, have a have a little game of footy with each other, and it's just I don't know. It's not good enough. I, I'm not even that angry after yesterday, me. I'm just like, it is the saying, isn't it? I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm just yeah, I am yeah, exactly yeah. I'm just yeah. disappointed. I mean, I wasn't fuming last night. I wasn't like I'm just like that's Everton, isn't it? That's just what we are. I think as well, mate, you look at it and go, you know what, we're not at Manchester City, we're not at this level yet, we're going to lose games at home, yeah. I'm sorry but we're not, we are, do you know what I mean, we're gonna, we haven't got that factor anymore of, we sort of got it towards the end of last season and it was Goodison Park and it was like, we were intimidating and stuff like that but, people are going to come to Goodison and to fancy the chances, they are, and Leicester aren't a bad team, yet they've had a terrible start of the season but they're yeah. not a bad side, do you know what I mean, people will lose to Leicester this season at, in their own, you know, Leicester will pick points up away from home. It's as simple as that. Obviously, you don't want a Goodison, and we've got it. We can say, well, we've, we should be beating teams like that. Was like, well, should we? We what God given right if we got to go, we should be beating teams like that. When we stayed up last season by two points, and we've had a terrible start of the season, and Leicester aren't a bad team. They've just had a bit of a, a bit of a wobble. I, I don't know. I think, for me personally. It seems like without us, the players don't know what to do. It's like unless we get up for it and go, and we we go to some rocking, which fine. You know, there's days where we don't because you've got to give us something. If we see a tackle, if we see in the first five minutes, you know, a big tackle going in, or I think if a wall, really if a wall we score, if a wall we scores that mate, then it's different. Yesterday, yeah, of course, it, yeah, hundred percent. Because Leicester then go on the back foot of. Not yeah. conceding again, and we've got something to hold on to, which I think we're great at, by the way. You know what I mean? I'm not, I, I'd like to just say as well, I don't think the defence did anything wrong last yesterday. I honestly don't. I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched a second goal back here, which is my fault. I just don't want to, I'll be honest. Um, I've seen it come from the court. I 
and he just hit us on the break, which last last week you said it to me, didn't you? These are gonna fucking these are gonna hit us on the yeah, break. Yeah, they'll get us on the break, yeah. Which they did. Um but I don't think the defence did anything wrong. I think the midfield yesterday for me got completely overrun. One know, pass through the middle, one ball yeah, through the middle, and it, it, it cuts them off completely. It was so naive to think we could let Leicester play. It was it was so frustrating to watch it was like one person on the pitch, just one, don't let him turn, Madison. And the amount of time we gave that kid, it was like, oh, he must have walked off. Imagine him in our team. All right. Well, we did have one of them, mate, but a certain manager got rid of him. Um, yeah. But we, I was start with, that was my biggest fight yesterday, the way we let him play. We literally, they must have got that, the team sheet and gone, right, don't let him play. Madison, he's their best player. Don't let him play. And he had to feed him a park. If I was Lampard, I'd walk in and go, how's he just one player of the game? How? That was one of the things, hopefully, we did tell them. Yeah. yeah, hopefully we did. That's the thing we spoke about, and you've just let him after freedom we'll go to some park. How? And if he doesn't, then that's down to, that's on the manager then. Um, But I, I don't know. How, how do you think we move on from this, though, Paul? I know we've got the World Cup and ball. I just think on. it's a case of now is, if we can get a point next week, I'll take it. Like I would, yeah. to be honest with you. It just... We're, um, we're looking over our shoulders again. I mean, listen, when we started this podcast, we decided that we wanted it to be upbeat and, you know, we'll have a laugh and stuff like that. But sometimes, you know, you've got to be a little bit serious. There's only two of us on here, so it's like, it's only so far we can go with it. So I apologise if people are listening going, God, they're a bit miserable. But we're just commenting on the defeat and what we saw yesterday. And yeah, it's not good. It, yeah. We're miserable, but it's just been beat 2 0 at home. Yeah, no. I mean? in, a, in a game that was. Very important, they're all important now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Bournemouth's massive for me. For me personally, to be in that bottom three at Christmas, eh, eh, sorry, at the World Cup, it, it'd be disastrous. I know that seems over the top, but it would because it's, it's possible, though. Them feelings had just come all back and they pop the, the, the bubbling now anyway, but they'd all come and yeah. they'd all the feet and the players. Do you know what I mean? You know, these are the same type of these are the same players. Not all of them, but this is the same sort of squad that put us in that position last year. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, they're quite capable of going, oh, no, what's happening again? Now, I'd like to think Cody and Tolkoski did, people did, to be honest, the reason that I'm not panicking yet because I think they're a lot better now than last season. But it's the other end of the pitch now, don't meet. Massive. That's how Burnley went down last season. I said it to you in the match. Yeah. You know, I remember listening to something on Burnley and the Burnley fans are saying, like, like they had obviously. Uh, Tolkoski and that and, and Ben Mee and stuff and they were like we were brilliant at the back couldn't score goals so we'd get beat 1-0 or 2-0 or you know draw 0-0 and we just couldn't pick points up because we couldn't score goals and it's shown now it's shown for us which is the more worrying thing of where are they going to come from yeah, I just think Especially... moving forward we just it's Jan, we say it every transfer window January transfer window is massive for Everton Massive. We can't I, play I, the second half of the season. I'm sorry people are going to say, well, you weren't saying that earlier on. We're Anthony Gordon and Damari Gray as your main two wingers. Possibly Gordon, but Gray is just... I'm sorry, he's not good enough. And when the no. ball's constantly going to him and he's looking to, to create chances, he's not creating nothing. Um, so for me, what I'm trying to get it say is I'm not bashing Damari Gray. We need a winger. We need a creative midfielder, a Madison type. We're not going to get him. Um, we need another striker who can stay fit and can do what Calvert-Lewin can do, basically. Because if that's your game plan, is to play to Calvert-Lewin, 
and Calvert-Lewin can't stay fit, then go and get someone who's going to stay fit. I think as well, just sorry, I'm just going back there, I was just thinking of like when we had Hammers and um, that we had that sort of midfield and we were in Calvert-Lewin that was uh, that season where he was prolific and stuff. The, the chances that we were creating were brilliant. You know what I mean? We had Hammers doing it or he'd knock the ball over to Luka Dean. Luka Dean. I'm not getting on Michalenko's back here, by the way. I know he's only young and I think he's brilliant, but it's not even coming from there, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's not even coming from the wing back bombing on and whipping the ball in. You know, where you go. It's an easy game, mate. Playing against Everton must be one of the easiest days you're going to have as a defender. Yeah. I mean, I know we beat Palace 3 0. I know we did. But it's sort of looking like a bit of an anomaly now. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. Listen, as I said before, sorry to be, you know, downbeat about it all, but we just decided we had because we've got a busy week coming up and we've got Bournemouth in the week and then we've got Bournemouth again. We thought we'll have to get this game out of the way. So, yeah, it's real though, isn't it? You know, I mean, yeah. we can't come on every time we win and go, oh, this is great. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, it's not real. This is, this is Everton. This is what Everton yeah. is to you, yeah. You've got, as you said, rightly so, last pod, you've got to take the rough with the smooth, and there's a hell of a lot more rough. So, if you're going to, you know, I'm sorry, but if you don't like sort of the down and beat the down beat of it all, we ain't never going to come on here and go, we'll be, we're going to win. I still think maybe taking a positive side of it, but I still think we'll be all right. I still think if you go to Bournemouth and win, it's seven points out of 12. So, you go, well, you know what? All right, yeah. If someone would have offered you that out of before the Crystal Palace game, you'd have gone, "Yeah, not right, Chan." So, just I, I still look at that and go, "Maybe so." But I just want to ask you a question. Um, when does for me, he probably won't. But when does he become under pressure, or is he already under it? I don't think he's under pressure from the fans, but I think there'll be conversations going on in the background. I think so, anyway. Mm-hmm. Just only going off like past experiences under this machinery. Uh, uh, I don't know because the fans are really behind him, aren't they? So maybe not. Maybe I'm talking up my ass there. I don't know. But see a few murmurings on Twitter. And as I say, Twitter's only a small percentage of the actual Everton fan base. So I wouldn't. I'd take that with a bottle of salt, like you'd say. But uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think he's under pressure yet. But I think, I think the breaks come at the right time now. Yeah. Even if we were to lose on Saturday, then everybody knows we we go away for a month then with the World Cup and stuff and hopefully come back fresher. But yeah, it's just a uh, like you said like we said before, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed because it's just like I said to you yesterday, didn't I? I think it was about I said it was about sixty eight minutes on the clock and I went, We're not getting nothing here, you know. You just feel it in the air for me, like Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that's not good. I mean I couldn't even hear Cody talking yesterday. Because he must be looking at what's in front of him going, there's nothing happening here. And that's not good. You can't, you can't, we can't afford to give up. We've seen what can happen to us last season when we give up. You've got to go oh. to the very end. Got to. And I think that's another, that, that, that's just annoying as well for me, is in the second goal, I know Decore, the, the second goal comes from a mistake from Decore, as you said, it had a long way to go, but ultimately it's come from there. He had the ball in his feet, the lads, and panicked and just give the ball straight away and Leicester broke and it's come from there because the defenders then have got to sort of get back in and all that type of stuff but there was no agency for me it was like it was like they were waiting for the referee to go there'd be five minutes of added time and then kick into another gear and go oh well, let's go and try and win that and it's like hang on a minute do it 
when we shoot, if it goes to 17 minutes, then start like peppering the goal because I think it was was it last season we we drew one over Charleston scored in the last minute. You've got to, as you just said, you've got to go to the end. You can't just go 75 minutes and go, oh, this, that's it. And I think that, that plays into the point I was making of we haven't got a player that we can look at and go, he'll get us out the shit here. Yeah. We haven't got it. We have Charleston. We had, we had, we had, exactly. We had one in Richarlison. We had one in Hammers. We had, you know, we could go through through the years and probably go Lukaku. You know, we'd always have. We could go. We, he hasn't. Had, he'll get a chance and he'll put it away. That type of thing. We only need one chance. Would be sound. You know, a Kale Arteta. They these type of players. You always thought he'd be sound in. We haven't got that, and that's what's scary. We haven't got a player where we look at the start eleven before the game and go, if he's on it today, these don't stand a chance. And I, I think that's what's scary for me. I, I honestly do. And I don't think we've had that player for since Lukaku. Well, Hamez, sorry. But... The other thing that's scary for me is, and I know Anthony has, has said, you know, nothing seems to phase these players, is I'm sick of all this. We we take it and we learn and we move on. That The players keep putting out social media. Mm-hmm. It's happening too much for me. I'm sick of losing football matches. I want it to hurt. I want it to hurt them. I want it to hurt them like it's hurt me. Now maybe it is, and that's what they've been told to do. Just put them types of that type of stuff out, but it just seems like they accept it to me. Which probably behind the scenes they're probably all fuming, and I'm not stupid, but it's just just a little another little thing that I picked up on that is beginning to annoy me now. Yeah, it's like well, it's it's all right saying we're learning; it's a process. So it's a case of well, when do you learn? You know, yeah. yeah when 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 does the process begin? Then when do we learn? You know what? I think we got the Crystal Palace game was brilliant and then Brazil and the high and we were all thought, oh, you know. And that's what's most frustrating. It's like how can you go from Crystal Palace at home? All right, the Fulham game was we've just seen what Fulham can do. You know, took Man City the ninety fifth minute penalty during the main and so they're not a bad side, Fulham. Um and so we go, yeah, right, you know what? Looking back now, not a bad point. And I thought I think we thought that at the time. Go and do Crystal Palace. Go and get a Crystal Palace performance, and he just didn't. And it was just like a total flat opposite. Yeah, it was just like night and day. And it was like, did they not like half five kickoffs or something? Did the players hate half five kickoffs and go, I can't play at half five? It's like, it, it, for me, that's what it was yesterday. It was flat, and it was from as soon as Wobby missed that chance, I think you said that to me, he's head's gone here. It's like, and it looked like the, the world sort of gone. It looked like Paul Michalenko was running around on his own trying. You know, defending really well and doing everything right, and everything. All the others have just sort of gone. Oh, it's not don't don't really feel up to it today. Not really up for it today. I'm a bit tired, or you know, not. I don't want to get it. No, to be honest, it might be something to think about. Are you all not not wanting to get injured? Yeah, but you can say the other team and Leicester are running around for each other. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Madison's trying to get himself in the England team, which obviously yeah. for another pod, but after that performance, I don't see a reason why not. Yeah, well, I think we've uh, done enough moaning now, haven't we? Yeah. Sorry about that one, but we've got Bournemouth on Tuesday in the Cup, so uh, hopefully we can see a few changes and a better attitude and maybe go through, and, and then we've got Bournemouth again next Saturday, so we'll do a big show in a week and uh, yeah. we'll get back to you and Hopefully we're a bit more upbeat and we've got more people on who uh, 
not as miserable as me and Jamie. So, uh, I think yeah. to be honest, I think they probably got away with it with me, with me as well. I think uh, I don't think anyone would have been any different. Would they? I don't think, and I don't think yeah. any ever told. If you don't feel it like this, listen, this isn't for you. I'm sorry, yeah. but if you're never Tony and you don't feel the way we're feeling now, you know, then what? what no, if it doesn't hurt you, I don't know. Then <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. Yeah, I think that's it, mate. But we crack on and whatever, and you've got to keep the faith. And there's there'll be more days like this, but there'll be ups as well. So hopefully we'll, we'll oh, come back be. next time and we'll have some more good news. But stay tuned for the next show. And Jamie, nice one for joining me, mate. Oh, Up the toffees, nice one, mate. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.